We have we have a um, disturbing in a good way for for a Apocalypse poster. Now. <laughs> I think Smashing Padme is our alternate Padawan shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh my goodness! I, we... I can't, dude. I cannot I, get that out of my head. That's I think you just permanently ruined I... that scene with me oh my of Obi Wan just standing at <laughs> no, the top no, with his arms on his hips. Oh Hold on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, Apocalypse Movies All Star Wars Podcast. We are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Jake Berlin, aka Qui Gon Jake, as I go live on the show. And today we are discussing Star Wars television. Now, you may have heard the recent news about a brand new Star Wars show in development for Disney Plus from the creator of the Ru- of Russian Doll, excuse me, Leslie Headland. And we're not going to be discussing that series and what we may think it is, but we're going to be discussing something completely new that may be announced soon uh, in the near or far future. And to do that with me today is the regular cast. That is Mr. Grant Adorcino and Obi-Wan Jacoby. How y'all doing? Hello there. Doing good. Well. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, how's your guys' weeks going so far? I know mean, it's Monday only as we're recording this. Everybody have a good Monday? Yes. Busy. Yeah. Up, up till midnight doing homework every night, but... That'll be over soon. That's because someone waits to the last minute to do it. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, Okay, so let's get into this because this is a very fun topic for us to talk about. Um, We seem to, every time we have a Star Wars conversation, we always kind of get in the idea of what we want to see. Things that kind of, you know, line up with our favorites or our picks or anything like that. And so I figured, you know what, since this show has been announced, let's take the time, let's take the show to kind of hypothetically discuss what we would want to see from a future series. Um, you know, and as I mentioned, we may have mentioned in the past, but this is much more in detail about what we can do. We can reveal characters that we thought of, a setting, a story, planets, whatever we want to do with this. This is a pitch. It's a Star Wars TV show pitch. Um, in our way, we're not executives, obviously, and so this is our pitch. Um, and before we not start yet. the show, we discuss. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, who knows? May- maybe someone finds this and we start pitching shows. Um, before we started, uh, Brian decided that he would like to go first, and so I will shoot this over to him to start this one off. What is your Star Wars television show, Mister Alicino? I feel like you should be able to guess what it is. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know. Is it ha- is it Thrawn? No. Oh. <laughs> Thrawn's already... Okay. Well, I meant... Like I thought the, about it. That's probably what I would have guessed. Main character is what I yeah. meant. Okay. Live, live so, action. I, that one definitely came to my mind. But I was like, no, his story's kind of already started. Like, they can go revisit him, whatever. So I just was like, no, pick something new. Um, I went into a time that has not been canonly explored um is that a word and canonly canonly that's a uh, weird word. i don't know canonly. how other, how other well, way you would say can, can, has can, not canon canon wise canonically okay. canonologically <laughs> one of those it's one of those something uh it has not been explored in canon how about that um uh so uh for me i really really want to see because i think it would work better as tv than movies is i want to see the time of the sith i want to see the rain the time where they were just basically in control and just did whatever they want before the rule of two I want to see just how they work, how things were around. And basically, I kind of want to see Game of Thrones with Siths. Like, I would love to see, instead of houses, planets, where these planets are controlled by a ruling Sith faction, if you will. And... Someone somewhere, one of these Siths has it out to take control of these planets, essentially create his galaxy or universe, whatever you want to say in his image and just basically explore 
the time where the Sith were at their peak. We all know I'm a Sith person, and I just think if you can give me Game of Thrones style Star Wars with red lightsabers, I'm going to literally eat that up every single day and live off of that. So yeah, if I thought if I thought about it, it that's probably what I would have guessed. Probably what I would. That's have guessed, what I figure. I figured you yeah. would know immediately. I thought you were gonna say Knights of the Old Republic, the Sith. Like that's what. Like so that. that's what first came to mind when you initially said it. That's what first. But but then Thrawn, like Jacob said, popped up in my head too. Well, yeah, I just went it Thrawn because he's your favorite character. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> those were the those were the only two things I will say that came to my mind. But now that you mention it, as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense, Jake. Yeah. I just realized something. So I th- I'm pretty sure. Brian, Keith, and Geo all lean dark side. So you and I are the only ones who lean light side Jedi. So yes. three against light, two, man. The light always wins. True, Does Keith, Keith kind of, I feel like, almost floats in the middle. No, he leans dark side. Yeah, he's a dark He's a dark mother effer, man. I know Geo is. I know Geo is. Keith, I, I, I feel like, has his moments. You know what's good, you know what is good about this, though, Jacob? At some point, they're going to have to implement the rule of two. Oh, that's true. So one of them, <laughs> one of them's gone. One of them's nope. gone, and then Not- then the other one is going to kill the other one because exactly, gonna create exactly. The power. But <laughs> Brian, I on I would love to see that too. Like for me, that's. I mean, I guess all of these shows ideas are probably too good to be true. But I feel like a Sith show would be too good to be true because I don't know if Disney's going to go for it because. Basically, and this is not always true, but the Sith are associated with evil and bad doing and killing and murdering and all these things. That's not to say that anyone who's a Sith is just a straight up serial killer or something like that. They're just they're associated with evil. So I don't know if Disney would focus a show on that. I want them to like I want them to do something to do with Palpatine and Plagueis. I want them to do something uh, like Lords of the Sith. But. Uh, I, I wish they would do that, and I would be very happy if they did. Uh, and I, it would have to be sometime before the rule of two, obviously, because you want yeah. there to be thousands of hundreds of thousands of Sith around. It, it'd have to be a couple thousand years before what we know now. Yeah, but no, yeah, I sure I would love that. Yeah, uh, it I, would. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it to me. This is even like if let's say Knights of the Old Republic was canon. I'm talking like before that like that yeah because okay. i don't want i don't want this as like a tie-in to knights of the old republic or something like that yeah. i would just rather it just be there is like almost like no law essentially almost kind of like a i don't know it's, it's funny because i want to say space vikings but that's what <laughs> high republic is but just like well you, you already said of, it. it's it's game of thrones that's what you said yeah, yeah. game of thrones where it's medieval just, yeah, it's just kind of like I think it would be interesting, especially from a Star Wars point of view, to follow a character that's the main character that you're you love and you're like he's awesome or she. Um, they're doing all this stuff, but at the end of the day, they're a bad guy. Like you're you're you love this character. This character's awesome. They're doing all this stuff. At the end of the day, you're rooting for a bad guy. Like come, when it comes down to it, like, well, yeah, it's kind of like, like Jamie on game of Thrones, right? Like, you know, he's a bad guy and he's done bad things. Yeah. But part of you ends up rooting for him. Yeah. And so I just think, I think that would be interesting the most because, and I mean, I guess it's not too far fetched because I mean, what brought us here was, the potential of Dr. Africa and she's not really a good person, but I just think it would be interesting to follow something like that, where it's this person is doing these things, but at the end of the day, they're not someone you should want to be friends with or like, like hang out with like, cause they're doing all these bad things. So I just, I think that would be an interesting route, not to mention we'd get to explore different planets and stuff and them trying to like take out, like take out each other's plant. Like, I just think it'd be dope. Like I would be so all for that. It's, it's something that we've always talked about with movies in general about seeing the perspective of a bad guy, right? It's yeah. Seeing it not from the hero side or 
not seeing a villain turned into an anti-hero because that's what we see most of the time. Um, like Harley Quinn, for example, right? Like she's a villain for the majority of her time when she grew up in the DC comics, but then she got turned into an anti-hero and that's the way they, w- they went in the movies. Um, and that's why, even though we weren't really looking forward to the movie, the idea of a Joker movie um, before, well, this is all before the Walking Phoenix one. Um, the Jared Leto one, when they announced that, is like, okay, that could be interesting because he's a bad guy. And then it happened with Walking Phoenix and look look how that ended up, right? Like people love the movie. Um, and the Star Wars villain verse, I guess, if you will, is so vast and it's so dynamic. There's so many different types of of characters, um, whether you go the Sith route or not. Um, Sith route is obviously the way to go. And I wouldn't want to see the origin of the Sith because the origin of the Jedi is much more interesting than that. Um, the only thing I could, yeah, the only no. thing I could say, then there's one reason why, and I'm about to say why. The only thing that I will add to your pitch is that whether it's a series or movie, and I would personally rather see it on a scale of a film. That's how I would want to see it. Um, it would need, I think, the final scene or the final 10 minutes or whatever. It would have to end with Darth Bane implementing the rule of two. Like that would be the final moment or the show or the film because it leads into everything we know at this moment. That that would have to be the last thing we see from it to like tie it all together, even though it's not connected. It would be the perfect way to kind of like put his little bow on top and that wrap up the series or trilogy or whatever they do with it. Um, because we've always wanted to see the rule of two go down, and this would be the perfect way to do that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like that, but that means you would have to have Bane as a character, right? But yeah. let's say they did five seasons of this, right? And you don't even introduce Bane until season five or something, and maybe he's not even a main character. He's just this side character who all of a sudden starts taking on this bigger storyline. You could possibly do something like that, or... You could do, let's say, or if it's a movie or maybe a series, you do like uh, these first three seasons are during this time and then it jumps a thousand years later. It's still following these same ideas, but now these people are in in charge of the Sith and Bane's around. And then the sixth season has that. I could totally see that because I think Brian wanted it disconnected from everything, but I, I, I agree with you, Jake, that a lot of audiences would be like, wait a minute. So how did we get from thousands of Sith to just two? So, yeah, I, I just, I, part of me almost, part of me is totally like, yeah, that's dope. But almost part, the other part of me is kind of like, I don't even want to broach that just because then I feel like everything's just going to be waiting. People are just going to be waiting for that conclusion of it like the the fact that oh we're we're finally gonna get uh probably these characters in this storyline in this time period and it almost kind of like takes away from just the craziness that it could be just because it's like then you're it becomes more of a like oh we're finally gonna get darth bane oh we're finally gonna get Revenant, like that type stuff. And so that's why I'm more, I almost just kind of would rather it just be its own thing. So it can, it creates its own rules, if you will. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but that doesn't mean like what Jacob says that you, like if you announce this show and you say, oh, it's going to be, you know, following the Sith or whatever, you don't have to include them or you don't have to say that they're in it for that matter. Or you can say, okay, we may get to this point at some point, but we may never not get to that point. And you can put it in a perspective of someone that we don't even know, a brand new character that's unrecognizable in the world of Star Wars. And say that point comes where they implement the rule of two. Don't even tell us. Just do it. Like, yeah. literally, just cast someone as a character. Don't announce that it's Darth Bane. And see the rule of two happen from that character's perspective. And you see Darth Bane is wrecking shop on everybody. Like, that would be like, just imagine the shock value that would have. I know it's so hard these days, but just imagine the shock value of like season, say it goes four seasons. The final episode of season four, we see Darth Bane implementing the rule of two and all of these Sith are just gone. Bye-bye. And we never yeah. knew leading into it, you know? So I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like they just announced a Sith show, right? They don't mention mm-hmm. anything about Darth Bane or the rule of two. And I don't know the history of Darth Bane, but... 
normally like Darth Vader, Darth Sidious, their Darth name is not their real name, right? Mm-hmm. You could have a situation where we have this character, random Star Wars name. And suddenly oh, you find the call. I know where you're going. I know where you're is going. Is Darth Bane. Yeah. And then you don't eat like it's not even in our minds for the first four uh-huh. seasons. And uh-huh. then eventually it's just revealed and you get to it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And like that, that's also you you don't have to follow what's come before. And so, like, say in Legends, like he's been Darth Bane forever, right? That yeah. doesn't mean in canon now that he gets Darth Bane early on. Like, exactly. what if what if the Sith don't have the Darth name next to him while there's multiple of them and the rule of two implemented not just the rule of two, but the word Darth? Like, and that's how it became. And and to to make sure that he that nobody knew that he did this, he changed his name as an identity to Darth Bane. Yeah, like, just change the whole history we, of it. That's how we know it in canon. The only one I can think of who didn't change their name was Darth Maul, and I, who knows why they never changed his actual name. But it's whatever. Because <laughs> Maul's actually, dope. I, yeah, well, yeah, Maul is dope. But everyone I mean, like Darth Count Dooku's Darth Tyrannus, like. Mm-hmm. Everyone changed a completely different name. I, I, Brian, I hope you're not. I hope you don't feel like we're like shattering your idea because we're not. No, no. I, I just, uh, you guys have it in a different way than I would. I just, my fear is I tried to take out the, the, um, what's the word? Like, you know how like the backlash of like the fans because, uh, well, the expectations. Well, yeah. you're inevitably yeah. you're going to get, like you guys were saying the like how they got to certain place you're gonna inevitably have those people that go it was so much better when they did it in the in the whatever because of this and it made more sense this way and blah 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 blah. like i don't even want to deal with that that's that's why i like high republic so much just because they have no or i should say excited about it high republic because that has just you've nixed that whole entire argument there's nothing that they can say that goes oh i liked it better when they did uh when they did it this way or it connected to this and or the video game did it like this there's nothing with that high republic if you don't like it you're you're not liking it just because whatever your issue is and that's where my fear of connecting it to anything older public because People are very defensive of that time period. Very defense defensive. People, you'll probably you could probably find people that love that time period more than what's going on the Skywalker saga. Uh so just that almost that literally kind of was one of the key factors in me thinking about it, which sucks that I have to now in an imaginary thing think about the backlash of people being stupid and hating it so that's why i kind of just almost just pushed that out and just said screw it just do like this whole entire thing because there's there you're ultimately gonna have the people um because there was during that time period i forget his name that one he was that one sith that was basically kind of like the ruler of everything he was like the emperor of that time period if you do it the way you guys did it that probably that character's probably not going to be in it and event people are going to be like oh they should have done it like the way the older public did it you know it's just i just don't want to even like touch that and so that's why i kind of was just like do it before that or maybe even lead like lead into that and then eventually go into the older public type stuff I hear you on that. I I will just as a counter argument, I will say with Star Wars, there will be an argument for anything. And so if you do a, if you do something Sith, and it's it's before all this, and it's not going to include that, you're going to get the people coming saying they're doing something Sith that doesn't include Bane or Revan. You guys are idiots. Like it's <laughs> it, it's there's no it's, winning. Yeah. There's no winning. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that I mean that was that was my thought process when I went through it was because I like I said I. I'm so excited for the high Republic era because there's at this point right now, there is zero connection to anything other than little holocrons that show up in the comics that if you don't read those comics, you know, nothing. So uh, that was kind of where I went with it too, is that put it in a place where there's nothing around 
that no one's going to connect to and bitch about because, oh, you didn't do it this Body way. Mouth. Like, yeah, sorry. Well, that you weren't going to, that's what, what it is at this point. They're complaining to complain. And so it's, that's where that literally was one of my things. Just put it out far beyond everything. So that way people can't be like, Oh, it's, it's not the way they did it in the legends and it's not as good. Sorry. It's its own thing. Kind of like high Republic's about to be. So I like Jake, it. You, Any... Jake, you got to say language. I know. Yeah. That's what a good call. <laughs> I, so the reason why I say potty mouth is because that's, that's what I would say to my kids when I, when I coached, I would yell potty mouth. And so it's just like stuck in my brain. And that's um, why you're it, captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, any final thoughts on Brian's pitch? I like it. I mean, look, Sith, a Sith idea is great. It's people would people would absolutely love it, whether it's a show or or movie. It's I mean, it, it's more lightsabers, it's more force stuff. It's what everybody wants to see. Yeah, I would love it. I for me, it's that's what, what you just said is force stuff. I look, I understand doing something like the Mandalorian, which we all love and is great. And it's a huge hit that everybody loves. Uh, and it doesn't focus on the force. I mean, there's a force character in it, but it's the show's not about the force. So it's okay. They're gonna have so many shows that have nothing to do with the force. Like, like mm -hmm. we have Cassian Endor coming, right? So that's gonna have nothing to do with the force. Uh, Obi Wan will, but you're gonna you can have a mix of non force stuff and force stuff. So I would love to see something heavily force, something about the force, and this would definitely be it. And we've seen most of the force stuff we've seen has been Jedi, so it'd be okay to do a, a Sith one. Cool. Yeah, I, I just I would love to see something where we fall in love with the character, but at the end of the day, this character is a bad person, a bad oh. guy, and that just kind of almost like skews your logic of things where it's just like I shouldn't be rooting for this person, but this person's freaking awesome. That's kind of what I would like to see. Cool. All right, Jacob, you're up next, man. What is your Star Wars TV pitch? Oh, All right, so. I had a couple ideas uh, and there's there's like 25 Star Wars TV shows that I want. But uh, <laughs> and I figured you guys were going to go with stuff completely unrelated to anything that has happened before. I don't know what yours is, Jake, but I had a feeling you guys were going to say, OK, nothing, no connections to anything. Uh, brand new characters, brand new stuff. So I was like, OK, I want to do a character that I love and I want to see a certain time period. So I and. Here's the thing. This is one of the most popular. You can't characters. put Harley Quinn in Star Wars. Oh, never mind. I'm out. No. <laughs> uh, so this is one of the most popular characters in Star Wars. And while you, some people might want to see a movie, I think it would work better as a TV show. And that is a Princess Leia TV show. But actually, a I guess you would could say Governor Leia TV show because I want to see a House of Cards esque political thriller. Whoa in the star wars universe what's up fourth wall uh i don't know i actually don't watch for the of cards so if oh, that's a house what? of cards oh reference, my goodness oh my I, I wouldn't God. know but i do i know of the show and i uh and it's you know it, as far as i can think it's like one of the more popular political like thriller type show or political shows it was uh, i mean it was yeah it was it was um <laughs> and I can just and look this this show would take place um, like in the middle of in between episodes six and seven. Not and I'm not I want to get away from the bloodline like I want to I want it far away from the bloodline timeline. Like, oh, so you want adult Leia? Yes, th oh. this is before I'm talking about like 10 years before bloodline. So when so when. Oh, so 10 years before she had Kylo. A little bit. So, all right. So Kylo's alive in Bloodline. He's an adult. Yes. He's off with Luke. So I, I don't know the timeline. So look, certain details of mine might. Oh. Uh, I don't know what happened to Brian, but we can just keep <laughs> going until he comes back. Uh, certain details of mine might have some canon contradictions, but just, just bear with me. Um, Fail. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Jake kicks me out. All right, Jacob. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> yeah, so no, Brian, I was just saying that uh so this is so in Bloodline Kylo, I think she says Kylo's like 17, but I'm not sure. No, it's 7 years before the Force Awakens. So yeah, whatever, he's, he's like he's... 20, 18, 20, something like that. 
Oh I yeah, thought he was yeah. like fourteen. I can't remember to ask me. Well, no, yeah. so he's thirty in the Force Awakens. Yeah, so he's like twenty three in in Bloodline. So this is it. I exact. I wrote twelve. I wrote Ben is twelve, thirteen years old. So this around that time, right? And here's there's certain things about the show. Like I want it to be just mostly Leia on her own. Like there, some characters will make cameos and be in certain episodes, but it's mostly Leia on her own around other characters that we don't know. So she's uh, on a political mission and she's trying, she's in the middle of trying to, you know, rebuild the Republic. And she's not necessarily worried about the first order right now. Cause that's what she's doing in bloodline. So she's just d handling business in the, what do they call it? The new, they don't, call it the new republic do they yeah new republic oh are. she's handling business in the new republic she has adversaries she has uh friends and it's kind of like where she's the main character obviously and then she has some other political figure who's like who's in conflict with her and things like that and one of my favorite also, characters mm -hmm. yeah. and i also uh well can't have rancid castero in this show necessarily why I mean, she meets him in uh she meets him in Bloodline. Oh, she does. That's and right. He's like, That's right. He's young. You're right. You're right. So You're right. Ransom You're right. would right. be like the same age as Ben right now or something. You're correct. He uh, could still be causing her grief from afar. Possibly. If that would or be maybe cool. a, maybe maybe his dad. If they had yeah, if they had that world and the Casterfos were a part of it. Like maybe I, it's the rant the, the the opposite family of her or something. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh so for me, uh I actually and when we got bloodline, we didn't know that Luke was training Leia at some point. Mm -hmm. So I do want there to be parts of the show where Leia kind of thinks about that and is like, I mean, maybe, maybe I should have went down the Jedi path, uh, things like that. And I don't know how it would tie in, but I do want at least like an episode or something to dive heavy into the force and how Leia deals with it and things like that. I don't know if I want Luke showing up at all, but I do want to see Ben, a younger Ben Solo in there at some point. And I don't know if he's, maybe he's coming home to visit his mom from coming from the training with Luke and he comes to visit her. And we see just a young Padawan, like 13 year old Ben Solo. I would love to see, because the thing is we never got to see her with him in this, the sequel series. So, and this is, and I would want this show like 15 years from now, not anytime soon. So just a random actress who fits the age. Uh, and then I want there to also be flashbacks to um, flashbacks to her training. Maybe not with Luke, but I don't know. Cause then you would have to cast Luke and that gets crazy. But if it's, if it's a long time from now, maybe it's okay. Um, but I definitely want flashbacks to when she was a young girl, like when she's like eight years old on Alderaan and learning political stuff from her dad and how it's affecting her now and, and things like that. And I also, in the modern day, I want her to kind of explore, like be very curious about um, her mom and about Padme and kind of want to learn more about that and how she handled things. They do dive into that in canon a little bit, but I want them to like go full-fledged into it. Um, and like I said, I, I don't want necessarily, I don't want Han showing up at all. Han's off doing something. Okay. That's where I was going to ask I don't is want, where's Han in this? I'm, I would be okay with the Luke because I kind of want Luke and Ben to come visit her and have some type of force related thing happen while they're there. Um, but I do think you could have Chewie show up and it not be weird at all. Chewie can say. show up and it not be weird at all. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I want a political thriller like set 10 years before uh, Bloodline. So basically like 17 years before The Force Awakens with a middle-aged Leia just, you know, kicking butt in the political field. So it's it's essentially uh, directly between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens because it's a 30-year gap. Exactly. Um, and that would also, you would also be including um, Anthony Daniels' C-3PO in there. Yes, you could do that. You could have C-3PO. And then also, so we see the Mandalorian, right? Which is six years after <clears throat> Return of the Jedi. Uh, we, don't, yeah. we don't know what the political landscape is in the mm -hmm. Republic. We don't really know. So we can still see this. And it would be well after the Mandalorian too. So I think it's a, I think eventually we'll explore a lot of that 30 year gap. And this would be a way to do it. 
I like it. Um, Star Wars has some of the best politics out there when it's done right. When it's done right, it's brilliant. Um, you know, it's not touched on uh, a lot, uh, but when it is and when someone really dives into it, uh, they do it right. And I think a lot of that will probably be dealt with in Cassian Andor too. True, um, yeah. Because it's that time period with the Empire and stuff. It's a very different landscape, obviously. Two different sides. Um, but I like it because Leia out of every character in star Wars is the political figure. That's who she is. Um, that's who, who she's always been. Um, and so I, I definitely think it's a cool idea and it's that time period where it's kind of like a, a mystery at, at the moment and don't really know what's happening. Um, so I dig it. I think it's a good idea. Does Admiral Akbar get to be there? Yes. Okay. Good. That's at some point, at some point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I just think, it like you said, it's a mis- nobody really knows what was going on during this time, and I I do th- I think if it's I I'm not I don't want this show in three years from now. No way. I I don't want them to touch anything Skywalker Saga for a long time. Uh, but I think eventually you will go back to this, and uh, I think that would be a good way to do it because people will over time people are like, okay, I'm ready to revisit that again, and you can just do some really cool things with it. I think the perfect time would be to wait until Billy Lord is a good enough age. Carrie yeah. Fisher's daughter. That you could, would be so awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And that's one of those where, like, even though she played a Star Wars character, we'd be okay with it. And quite honestly, I don't think there's anybody else uh, in the on the planet that should be able to play Leia outside of her. Um, and I don't think you can motion capture slash VFX someone's, someone's face for this. The whole um, entire show, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only, I think the only way for me personally, the only, the only way I'd want to see it is if Billy Lord was given the chance to play that character. That would be pretty cool. I would, I wouldn't mind that. I would totally be down for that to play out because I mean, it, I don't think if anyone really has a problem with that, you're kind of a douche to be honest. Because <laughs> that, that would just be so like almost almost like full circle in a way just to like no one's gonna ever play princess leia as an adult again but her daughter like that would just be that would just be i i i agree i don't think people would even care that general conics was in it and that now she gets i think people would just be like yeah okay if you're gonna do it you gotta have and like she was so young. She's so young in the Force Awakens and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, is she in Last Jedi? Oh, at the very beginning. Yeah. Very. Beginning. No, she's in uh, the whole movie. Is she? Oh, you're right. Does she has movie. a huge? Yeah. She's helping Poe yeah. the whole time. Uh, yeah. She's so young, and I'm saying if they do it 15 years from now, no one's even, people will mention it, but they're not. She's gonna. gonna think about she's it. gonna age differently. She's gonna look differently in 15 years. And she's you know? probably gonna look a lot like Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah, it's very true, yeah. and then it it could work out. No, I I think it's a good idea, and like I said. Um, outside of lightsabers and stuff, the political draw of Star Wars has always been so high because if it's done right, it's brilliant because there's so many layers to it. Um, I mean, just look, look at the, the bloodline as an example, a book mm-hmm. that you know blew up the Star Wars fan base because it was so well well written. Um, I mean, hell, get Claudia Gray to write this series. There you go. Uh, honestly. I guarantee you she will like they would get her to like she's though, she's written she's written yeah. Leia twice so far like why not let her do this yeah and what who better to do it you know mm-hmm. storytelling is storytelling she can learn how to yeah. write a screenplay and she writes she writes Leia so well well she, so writes, no, she well. writes Star Wars so well oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. General, but I mean yeah. like coming I mean bloodline is like it's perfect so. on, on a side note she she's like she's got to get a script in her hand at some point. Correct. Like, like she I has believe to, right. So. She, I, she has to at the very least contribute to a, a script. Like, yeah. Like I think she's got to be given a chance to like write like a full script. Yeah. I mean, she, or at least work with another screenwriter, uh-huh. like work with the screenwriter and them to write it together. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Cool. I mean, well, these, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, a majority of these book writers, like they could probably easily all the ones that they have in the high Republic, uh, future, I guess, like they would all be fantastic people for the most part to contribute to a script, especially Claudia gray. 
Agreed. Well, Absolutely, any final yeah. thoughts on Jacob's pitch? Horrible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. I like it. Um, yeah. No. All right. I, I would love to see Leia, a young Leia one day again. So we'll see. I agree. I think I think if you give it enough time, I think people will accept it for sure. Yeah. Cool. All, All right, right. Let me well, go get go my ahead. popcorn for this one. <laughs> All right. Let's go and move on to my Star Wars pitch. And um, yeah, like I told you guys earlier, I kind of went a little, a little a crazy script. with this. And no, I didn't write a script. Um, but I do have uh, locations, main characters, supporting characters, and a story. It's going to be um, like my, my Grand Theft Auto pitch. Remember that, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yours, that was good, though. Here, the on, the only thing the only thing I don't have the only thing I don't have is a title which to, it it I just I I need time to think of a great title for this one. Right, um, we we got it. it. Brian and I will title your movie once you explain yeah, it. I got notes ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so mine is and you guys could probably guess this. It is based around pod racing. It is a pod racing series. Oh, nice. Um, yes. It is, it's everything that I want to see in Star Wars at the moment. We've touched on the saber or the lightsabers. We got the Force. You know, we have all these other things, right? You know, the the spy thriller coming with Cassian Andor and um, the Mandalorian stuff, the Western. I want to see a racing series in Star Wars because pod racing sequence in uh, The Phantom Menace is one of the greatest sequence ever in any Star Wars movie. Um, and so why not just give us a little bit more? And so um, this isn't in any particular order, but I have um, some locations for it. It's throughout. It's not just based on one planet. It's based throughout the galaxy and multiple planets. And the ones I have down right now, I have familiar planets like Endor, Hoth, and Kashyyyk. Um, seeing Kashyyyk. pod racing, seeing pod racing on those type of planets. But I also have these these planets making their live action debut. That's Dantooine and Mon Calamari, an underwater race in tubes, which would be Ooh. really cool. Um, and those would be making their live action debut in Star Wars. We've seen them before, but live action. Um, I have a main character. And it's a male. He's mid twenties, um, and there's a little bit of a backstory on him. Um, he was taken by a pirate as a young boy. Um, he grew up in that life, working with parts and machinery. He eventually became the ace pilot of the crew. Never really f fully committing to that life, he found a way to get out and a chance to do what he always wanted to do, and that was racing. Um, Species? Uh, they are all alien. They are all alien. Not a so no, no human species. Because, because if you have, there can be humans elsewhere. But if you have a human racer, that implies force sensi sensitivity. Yeah. Yes, it implies force sensitivity. So, um, and I'm going to move on to my supporting characters. I have three of them. Um, the first one is a, an older male. He's in his uh, early, late 50s, any, anywhere in his 50s, 60s. Uh, he's an older race legend who has seen his time of racing disappear. Although he may not believe in, in uh, the, young, the young main character because of his past, he sees the ability of him as a racer. This character knows the circuits, the way it works, how it works, or how the organization runs. And although they constantly butt heads, they understand each other as racers. Um, my second supporting character is a female. She's in her late 20s, an ex-racer who no, no longer enters the pod due to injury. She's the gearhead, understands the machine more than anyone. She was the learner racer protege of character one. Um, and I have a final supporting character, uh, mainly the four mains, a male late 20s, early 30s, helmed as the future of pod racing. Grew up in the circuit, a legend in the making, a fan favorite, but little does everyone know that he's a cheater. While he's a skilled pilot and racer, his biggest victory and fame came off a win against character two following fixing her pod, an instant rival for not just the main character, but the entire team. Um, and then I have a story, a little story piece for it, because it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, and so a, sto a story of a young man trying to claim the life he always dreamed of, Rival Racer is backed by a mysterious figure who we later find out is the pirate who took him as a young boy. A story of identity and redemption that will journey to the never-before-seen reaches of the Star Wars galaxy. So there is my pitch for a Star wow. Wars television series. Damn, that I is detailed. I, <laughs> so I, I, I had you. to. I had to. I'm sorry. No, that's I awesome. I, uh, I mean, I didn't maybe go as in detail, but mine for all characters <laughs> we know, really. You know, like, basically uh but no i you know i love it i love the pod racing i think that would be such a cool idea it's an area it was just a part of a movie and mm -hmm. they've never revisited pod racing ever again and i just think there's so much untapped potential there and it could be it would be so cool they can they can do it like kind of like street racing in in our world uh, but in a in the space world and i 
just I'm just imagining the underwater one in tubes. Like I don't know how yep. that would look, but like yep. they're actually or on Hoth. In the, in or the, on Hoth. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I there's so much potential there. I I wish I hope somebody at Lucasfilm have has at least brought this up. Like there's there's no way no one has thought of this. So I, I love it. It's one of those things that it's almost like a no brainer where it's just like, why hasn't anyone done this? Like, because it's so cool. I mean, you didn't even have to pitch 75% of what you said and people would be on board with it. Like no other, like that minus probably the final, the, the dual fates at the end of the Phantom Metis, the pod racing is the best part of the whole entire movie. I mean, and probably one of the most beloved parts of that whole entire movie. So, I mean, it, again, it's almost so like obvious, like why did, hasn't anyone done one of these yet? And it's, and I'm not saying like anything like yours is like it's easy or anything. It's just literally like you can literally make so many good types of stories around this one subject like and i think that a lot of people in a lot of people for the longest time have been saying like we don't always need to see a human character this is the perfect way to do it that i've been saying it for so long so yeah, long it's i was i was just watching something on star wars the other day and they're like it's like they were talking about why haven't we seen it's so like they, they have so many different species. Why are we still using humans? Like it, it makes no sense. Cause like a lot of the most beloved characters are not even human. And so it's like, why aren't you tapping into that and utilizing that? Um, and if you're going to tap into that pod racing is a freaking perfect way to do that because it's awesome. It's, it's brutal i mean people characters can die in races they could uh, i mean it, it you can make it scummy like the underworlds maybe it's run by the huts like i mean it's it it's uh, you can make so many good ideas from it and it's just it, i mean look look at yours yours is freaking ready to go i'd watch that sign it <laughs> up like it's <laughs> it, it's it's funny how it's just so, I mean, I just think to when we were, when this was, this was our film franchise growing up one, th one, two, and three the pod racers were the biggest things during that time period. The video games, the toys, yeah, the toys, the, like it was everything you, what draws people more than anything? nostalgia this would draw people like crazy crazy just because of how people love sports there's your sports you can go into something that really hasn't been done before other than a, a part of a movie and you've got your nostalgia right there i mean to me that's like a winning combination so it, it's one of those things where it's just it seems so obvious and it's like anything you throw at the wall with this, it's, it would succeed. Yeah. I think they just, I think the creative people at, at star Wars think we have, it has to be something like, Oh, like good versus evil, like a government versus another government or a, a rebel Alliance versus a, an empire or something like that, or a spy thriller or they think it has to be that Star Wars can only be these things and they can't be something simple as a pod racing show. And I think they should just call it pod racer, to be honest. I mean, how else do you get the name across? Like you have to have a pod racing in the name. I would, I would think. Um, so I, I think that's not pod racer necessarily, but something that has pod racer in the name, I think they would have like Star Wars pod racer something like that. But I, I would love this because like Brian said, it it's the best thing they can do as far as a sports story in star Wars. 
there's no other sports that we know of necessarily um, in Star Wars. So there is one. I don't know if you remember the droids that play football, playing football and attack. The <laughs> yeah. Club. yeah, I <laughs> I know, but we don't even know what that game's called. We, was it <laughs> or bot ball? I don't know. But uh, I I just I would love to see this, and uh, I like what you said, Jake. It, it whatever you said, your description sounded like a synopsis of a show, like a young boy st- uh, stolen by a pirate or something like that. And I do think uh, you could have human characters, but they won't be the main characters. And so they won't, the, be, they won't be, you could have a mechanic, a human mechanic or something. Exactly. Like that. So the four that I have written down would have to be alien because they're all racers, they're all racers right? Yeah. Uh, but but that doesn't mean, his, let's say his best friend, like that. He exactly has the best friend. Maybe it's a human woman. Who's a, a human girl. Who's a mechanic. Something or the like people that. who are putting on the the circuit, they they could or, be gangster humans or something. Maybe the pirate is a human. Yeah, that could the, very well happen uh, too. There's like, the people doing the like gambling and stuff mm-hmm. like that are humans. Yeah. yeah, I took I took a lot of inspiration from a lot of different things. Um, obviously, being stolen away as a young boy is a callback to Peter Quill with Yondu uh, yeah, and Guardians. Yeah. Did you just um, watch it? Because I just watched it the other day. No, <laughs> uh, but I also took inspiration from Days of Thunder, the greatest NASCAR movie ever. Um, it's funny because I, before I came up with the idea of him being a pirate or being raised by pirates, I tinkered with the idea of taking Han Solo's backstory from Legends about him being an ex-TIE fighter pilot. And uh-huh. that not happening. Um, but then I thought to myself, I go, you know what? I want to keep the Empire and the Republic out of this. I don't yeah. want it to be something like we've seen. And so then I got to the pirate idea. Um, and so there's definitely a lot of inspiration with scenes I've seen before and things that I really love. But um, yeah, it's just um, it's something that, that could be really cool and, and different and interesting. And um, it could bring a lot of like anxiety to the screen as well, because racing can be intense, man. Like, especially, pod racing. yeah. And, and like just the different planets that you can do, like what could happen? Like, who knows? Like the Mon Calamari stuff, like maybe someone runs into a giant squid monster and they get eaten alive or something, you know, it's just like, um, and it, it's just, it could be super cool. Like there could be like gambling involved. Like you had mentioned the underworld style of it all. Um, but I also threw in the, the idea of, the the pirate that took him backing the rival guy could add a little drama there and yeah. um i tinkered with that being his his dad at one point because he's an orphan and and him finding out that's his dad or something but uh yeah it's just it's something that i would love to see whichever way you do it um in no way am i a screenwriter but i, I mean hey i i would absolutely love to see this on screen yeah did you have did you have any time error in mind or it doesn't matter doesn't matter um it honestly doesn't matter i mean I don't necessarily think it needs to happen during any of the movies we've seen. Um, I think the best timeline for it would probably be between the prequels and the original. Um, but that's not to say it can't happen at any time. But it, I mean, maybe like 10 years before the prequels, because that's when yeah, the prod racing is was, when we saw. I was going to say before, like, episode zero, like before episode one. Like, yeah, that's, well, that's what I said. Be- yeah, before the prequels. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. But we don't see any characters that we know. Like, just nope, no. nobody. Not a single person. Yeah. And it's I, like far away from any po- politics or anything. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah. I would love to see that. Like, I love all three of our ideas. I think they I think all, th- and they're all very different. I was afraid you were going to mention pod racing. I was going to, no, fr- I was afraid. I- yeah, I was making sure I made sure not to. And I also wasn't going to do Thrawn or I wasn't going to do like Old Republic or anything like that. And I, I figured nobody was going to do Leia. So I figured I'd pick a Leia. What was let me ask you this. What was your next best idea? This like the one that was like runner up to Leia. I want see, I want this as a movie, but I, I want a live action something set during the Clone Wars. And it doesn't have to be like you don't even have to have i don't want anakin obi-wan mace windu none of them in it just something set during the clone wars era like a like a platoon of clones and and some jedi that we don't know and they're maybe they mentioned like oh master yoda like you know ordered us to do this or something like that but i there would be jedi in it there would be the force and it's kind of like attack of the clones like um, when you see all those Jedi running into battle, like yeah. something like that on a smaller scale, but with unknown characters, a uh, mix of Jedi and clone troopers. I, that was my second idea. Nice. Brian, did you have a second idea or did you stick with the Sith? 
No, well, I mean, Thrawn came to my mind just because that's obvious for for me, but it was pretty much like I knew I wanted the Sith, some type of that, just because there's we don't know too much about them. So it would just be kind of cool to dive into that because, I mean, people want to know the stuff. I mean, we know, I feel like, I mean, we don't know a lot, but we know so much more about the Jedi than we do the Sith. So I would like to see more. I mean, the Sith weren't even called the Sith until episode one came Mm -hmm. out. So, I mean, it's just such a untapped thing that people love so much, myself included. I mean, I was going to say that we all have a little bad guy in us, but you two try to, (laughs) you two try to stay away from that. So, uh, I won't say that, but it's just, I mean, bad guy characters are almost just as popular as the good guy ones, uh, if done right. So, um, yeah, I would just like to see a Star Wars show because Star Wars has fantastic villains. I would love to see us in a situation where we're just rooting for this character, but it's a bad guy. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where that was kind of my whole thought process around it was just character that you find yourself just loving. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be cheering for this person. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought of the idea of doing like a Mission Impossible in space, essentially. Spy thriller. Yeah, like someone has to go undercover or something like that. That I was going to say for you because the energy. Indiana Jones, but that's literally Doctor Aver. Yeah, it, because I thought of I thought of that one because we don't outside of the Republic and like the Empire and the First Order, we don't see like what the police looks like or the governing agencies. Like, what is it? Is it just the Republic and the Empire, or the first? Like, is it just them, or there is there a version of the FBI, or is there a version of this version of the CIA? You know, it's like. I would love to see something like that in the world of Star Wars because that could be super, super interesting with all the technology ability. That would be cool, like a super spy in Star Wars. Who's, yeah, because we have like we don't really have that. Like, I'm not talking about Cassian Endor type spy where he's sneaking mm-hmm. around like the people in the back. I'm talking about like an Ethan Hunt where he's like <laughs> diving off of spaceships and sliding off yeah. the side, and the spaceship yeah. explodes, and he goes flying towards a building like yep. that kind of stuff in Star Wars. Like 100. That would be so, so you awesome. Have Black Widow trailer. In Star Wars, yeah, it, and the, and the yeah. character the character has to be a Bothan. Character has to be a Bothan. That would be yeah. cool. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, any final thoughts before we get out of here today? I'll watch any of these. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. You're like, yeah, no, I'm not yeah. watching this new Star Wars show. On <laughs> Plus. I'm good. Yeah, you know, that I I'm excited. I just I hope that they stick to their like. I hope they the shows that they announce they stick to and they make and we see them. Unless there's a really good reason not to. Yeah, it looks like the future of Star Wars television is bright, which is a good thing for us all around. So, uh, but for that, guys, that is the Padawan podcast for today, or this week, I should say. Um, thank you guys for joining us, as always. You guys can not only find us on YouTube, but also on podcast platforms, so Anchor, Apple, Spotify. Uh, make sure you guys leave some thoughts down below in the comments. We would love to hear from you guys, not just on our ideas, which one is best or which one you liked, um, but what are your ideas? I'm, I'm sure there's a million different ideas out there that you guys have. And we would love to hear them comment anywhere, like, share, rate on audio, because that really helps us up the charts. And of course, if you like the video, give us a subscribe button. We would really, really appreciate it. So for the crew here today, we got Grand Almosino now all the way over there on the right. Mr. Bartley on the right or in the middle, excuse me, and myself. This is the Paddle Podcast for Apocalypse Movies. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. And may the force be with you. <laughs>